Good to see everybody here today, and uh, looking forward to uh, today's Sunday lesson and today's Sunday preaching. And uh, I got one small announcement I'll make. I let the pastor take over the announcement since he's a lot better at it than I am. But today we're going to celebrate Sister Erickson's birthday that was yesterday. And uh, we're going to have just a little bit of chili dogs and cake over there in the fellowship hall. And everybody's invited. Everybody's welcome to come over there and eat and fellowship and celebrate her birthday with her. And uh, I hear she had a good time yesterday and visit with the family. That's always a good time. And uh, so I'm looking forward to today. And to before we, before we start this service, we're going to pray. And uh, I've got this scripture here. In Mark 1 and 4, it says, John did baptize in the wilderness and preach the baptism of repentance for the remission of sins. And, and repentance is not only how you get the right relationship with God, but repentance is how you maintain that right relationship with God. So today, let's just sit at your seat, stand, do it however you want to, but let's, uh, let's find that place of repentance and let's uh, get our relationship with God right today. And uh, Let's, let's get our heart and our minds on, on his work today. We love you, Jesus.
you, Jesus. God's been good to me. I know that. I thank God for his grace and his mercy. He's a wonderful God. He is faithful and true. We have an advocate with Jesus. All we got to do is go back to go back to him whenever we need something. Just go back to him and make everything right. He'll take care of you. Oh. We could all stand uh take a prayer request today and knowing that God is a good God and he hears our prayers, he understands our needs. You just got to believe in him. Yes. Okay, yes. Just got to take care of these needs. These, Yes. Yes, remember the McKays. Yes. My little brother, is he's okay in the hospital with his testing and everything, but he's developed pneumonia. And please pray for Jack. Yes. Yes, let's pray for this. Yes, let's pray for him today. Yes. Yes. Remember the Erickson's parents, both of their mothers. Anybody else? That's the church to remember my oldest son today, Casey, and his wife, Jackie. Keep praying for them. God's working in their life, and he's going to continue to pray, pray for me to, you know, pray for me and my wife to give the the right words, the right guidance, and like uh, Brother Erickson's sister-in-law said a few weeks ago, you know, no matter how far away their kids are, that they pray that God will place somebody in their life that will that'll guide them and instruct them, and I pray for that. Anybody else? Well, if that's it today, let's take these needs to God. He, he's a, he's a wonder-working God. Oh, we love you, Jesus. We ask the Lord for healing today.
wonder if we can give God a good hand clap of thanks today. He can do anything, and he will do it. He will do it. I believe it. I can see him working in my own life, and, and I know the great things he's done for me. He's turned my life completely around when it looked like there was no way to be turned around, and he did it. And he's still using and working with me and my family, and, and he, he expects me to grow, and I expect to grow in him. And I, and I want to keep on moving forward. I want, I want to do great things for the kingdom of God. Not by anything that I am, but by who he is. All I got to do is make myself available and, and put in a little bit of effort. And God's going to use each and every one of us to grow his kingdom. And that's what he wants us to do. And uh, uh, I was reading the Bible when he, when he went to the island and, and cast the demons out of that guy and, and, and ran the swine off the cliff. You know, he, that guy wanted to get back in the boat and go with him. And he told him, no, you stay here and, and tell everybody what I did for you. And he, God doesn't want to, to save you and just take you away from all this. He wants to save you and have you go tell everybody else what God's done for you. That's how this thing grows. That's how this thing goes. It, it relies on us to get that message out. It's a simple message. It's a simple message. God's a good God, and he wants everybody to be saved. And that's the message. That's the message that God has made a way. And if you, all you have to do is, is accept that way and go that way, and God's right there for you. He's a wonderful God. Brother Isaac, if you would, would you take some tithes and offerings today? And remember that God loves a cheerful giver. Jesus, name above all
As we praise your holy name, you deserve the glory and the honor. I'm gonna lift my hands and worship. Gonna praise your holy name. For you are great. You do miracles so great. There is no one else like you. Thank you, Jesus. There is no one else like you. You are great. You do miracles so great. There is no one else like you. There is no one else like you. You deserve the glory. Thank you, Lord. And the We praise your holy name. You deserve the glory and the honor. Lord, we lift our hands and worship as we praise your holy name. For you are great. You do miracles so great. There is no one else like you.
love you, Jesus. Oh, let's just love God for a minute today. so good. You may be seated today. Sister Susie's going to sing a special. Our uh, Sunday school lesson this morning we did for the teens. You know, it was a simple lesson, but that song, that song reminds me of part of that, you know, when the adulterous woman was brought before Jesus to be stoned and Reminds us that the Bible says that Jesus didn't come to end the law. He came to fulfill the law. And that when he told her to go and sin no more, he basically said, go and obey the law. But what that law did not provide was a way of forgiveness for that woman. Because in the Old Testament law, she had done something that there was no atonement for. Death was the only thing that would satisfy the law. And that law is cold and that law is harsh. And Jesus showed grace. Jesus represents the grace that wasn't there before. And I know that I'm only here by grace. Because I lived a life that deserved death. But I didn't get that death. I got life. People, the, the verse that directly right after that, Jesus, right after that, that story, when he told that woman to go and sin no more, he looked at the Pharisees and says, I am the way. I am the light and I am the life. He is, he, is a, he, is, he is the life that I live today. He is my life and Amen. I owe everything I have to Jesus. And let's worship and, and uh, help Sister Susie out today as she sings for God. could not understand he just kept holding my hand and he never gave up on me now I'm such a long way from where I'll someday be but I'm still much farther down the road from the place where I was just yesterday before he lifted my heavy load and he never gave up on me He saw far beyond what I could see When I could not understand He just kept holding my hand And he never gave up on me There have been times in my life When I wanted to quit It's not worth the struggle, I said but that's when the Lord said, I'll see you through it. And he never let go of my hand. I'm glad he never gave up on me. He saw far beyond what I could see. When I could not understand, he just kept holding my hand. And he never gave up on me. There have been so many times when I've let him down I stopped counting a long time ago He just keeps picking me up and turning me around I know that 
because he never gave up on me. He saw far beyond what I could see. When I could not understand, he just kept holding my hand, and he never gave up on me. And even when my life was shattered in pieces, and I could do nothing but cry, he took all of my grief and gave me blessed relief, and left me wondering why. He never gave up on me He saw far beyond what I could see When I could not understand He just kept holding my hand And he never gave up on me When I could not understand He just kept holding my hand And he never gave up I'm glad he never gave up I know he'll never give up on me. I'm thankful God never gave up on me. And the Bible says to lean not on your own understanding. And thankful for me, that's not a whole lot to lean on. So I didn't have to really have a hard choice there. As we, uh, I was telling the pastor, I've returned this over to the pastor. I was telling the pastor just before service that, uh, when I first got in, coming back to church, and me and my wife going to church, and, and uh, there was a time in Venita Church where he was either him or his brother, and then went to a church in Claremore, and one of the Ericsons there preached, or it was him or his brother, and then I'd describe their wife and him, and people would say, well, they look a lot alike, and so I'm thinking, I'm thinking it's probably his brother, maybe, you know, and so I would tell Brother Erickson over these last several months, I remember when I was over here, your brother preached a sermon about this or that, not knowing the whole time that it was, once I seen his brother here a few weeks ago, I'm like, I've never seen your brother before. So I'm, I'm bragging to the pastor about his brother when it was him that was doing it. God was trying to teach him something or something, but, but uh, we love the pastor and we are, we are thankful to have you here today. I look forward to what God's laid upon your heart today. We love you and appreciate you, Pastor. God bless you. Appreciate you. That's the worst we do. We're going to be okay. <clears throat> I told Brother Short, I said, probably I heard my brother, a preacher, taught, taught it to me first. So uh, <clears throat> I want to turn your attention today to the book of Isaiah, chapter 45, verse number 3. Isaiah 45 and 3. Great to have everyone out. And um, we are excited about. Well, thank you for the luncheon after service. We're looking forward to that. I hope all of you will be able to participate and be a part of that. It's fun to get together with God's people. And then um, this Tuesday, reminding you just as quickly, uh, we mentioned it already, but we are going to meet at the Sperry North Point Church as soon as you possibly can. We need all hands on deck. We really do. To, and we're going to try to do one last time of peanut brittle, and that will hopefully take care of all the commitments we have out there of people that want more, and um, you all did a good job, and I, I think maybe yeah, I'm going to start looking us, for us a stove that will go in our fellowship hall, because that may be something we want to have, and we might want to have some catering there or something, you know, so we, we might want to look at having something that we can produce at peanut brittle with ourselves, we don't have to travel all the way to Sperry to do that. 
Uh, appreciate you, though. That'll be Tuesday night. And then just remember, Brother Kraft is coming on uh, later on in November. It's the week after the ladies' conference, right be- the week right before Thanksgiving. And uh, that will be a great time. You will not want to miss Brother Kraft. And uh, we'll have a great time. And I'm going to be popping in an evangelist here or there because I'm afraid I'll bore you all to death. But we need somebody that can come in and here make you all jump higher and make you run faster. Amen. So uh, we'll, uh, I'm smart enough to know I need to have someone come in and help us with that. Isaiah 45 and 3. And the Lord said, And I will give thee the treasures of darkness and hidden riches of secret places that thou mayest know that I, the Lord, which call thee by thy name in the God of Israel. Amen. And that he would give us hidden riches in secret places. That's, that's very uh, exciting to think about that. What God possibly could have just around the corner for you. That is, that you may think you're old hat and you've been here for ages and you're older than dirt, but you may find out that God is just fixing, that's my Oklahoma term, fixing to uh, do something that you never thought was possible in your life. To all of a sudden wake up and, and realize that you are in a new place, a new understanding. Amen. And that's why we're here in Chelsea today, because our God does new things. Amen. And so I want to preach to you about those hidden things today for just a little while. Praise the Lord. Lord, I pray that you bless the word today. Lord, that you anoint and bless your people. Thank you for this church in Chelsea. Thank you for your rich heritage you have in this place. Lord, I pray that you do great things. Lord Jesus, challenge us today, we pray. And Lord, we'll give you the thanks and the praise for all we want. Amen. Praise God. In Jesus' name, amen. You can be seated. One of my bosses the other day told me last week he he doesn't wear blue jeans very often. He came in, he was getting ready to go on a motorcycle trip with some of his brothers, and they were going to go down to south, southern Oklahoma to see the fall leaves changing. And he said, man, he said, I tried to find a pair of jeans, and they were all too big for me. Well, this is a man that's pretty good size. <laughs> I'm not throwing stones. I'm just saying he's a pretty good-sized man. And, uh, you know, I'm snickering inside while I'm, I'm up here changing and trying to tighten my belt. Uh, I'm, I'm, I think it's the same sickness. <clears throat> I'll tell you what, mankind is just so typical in the way that we think. We think that we can live life and have an abundant life without God. I'm not talking about you here today. I'm I'm referring to man as a whole, as a general statement. Because it's in man to find his own way to struggle and knowing that he's going to work through the pains and suffering and that, and that he always wants something bigger and better. 
He always wants a new toy. He always wants a better houses and lands. He always wants greater progress and prosperity. It's just in man seemingly to want to do better, isn't it? But it's God's plan to reconnect man to his true power source. It's a horrible thing to sit up here today with a circular saw that is just about worthless until you plug it in. It's got all those sharp teeth. It's got the, uh, you know, uh, special blade tip on it. And it's all got a motor that is possible to turn that thing at, you know, 8,000 RPMs. And, and um, it's got all the, uh, the, uh, the properties on the saw to give you the angles you need in order to cut your wood at, at, at whatever you're building and whatever you're working on. And, and all those things. And, and yet all of that is worthless without the power source. Can you imagine this, the, the plan of God today, getting it right down to where you and I live, he wants to give you life, and that more abundantly. He wants your life to be tuned and plugged into something new and rich that will change your world, that will change the dynamics of, of where you really are today. Man says that it's luck that enables others to succeed and get to where they are. But it's talent that has enabled me to get where I am. <laughs> Yay, woe is me. <clears throat> we accept the praises of our, for our victories. And we place firmly the responsibility squarely on other men's shoulders when we fail. We are like little children playing with their toys who steal from one another because they want it. Some petty force that drives that little boy and makes him willing to trespass all laws of fairness and, and fair play and just to get what he wants. And yet all we do is men and women in this world, and again, I'm not referring to you, I'm referring to all of mankind without God. They are simply that child format that's trying to gain and access all that they can. Both sugar and vinegar are preservatives. So it seems when you really boil this whole thing down, one writer said, whether it's just a matter of if you want to be pickled or in a jam. You know, it's just a matter of one problem here or another's problem there. But the selfish man puts all of his wares in the front window of his storefront. But God had a plan that would be different from the way men think. He said, I am going to have hidden places, secret things that are going to be an alarming and incredible, exciting place for my children to be. Now, God is not caught off guard, and, and, and when I say they are hidden, they are not hidden from God, but they are hidden from the obvious. They are hidden from logic of man. They are hidden from the common traits of mankind as a human being. 
And only for those that are willing to seek Him. Only for those who are willing to, to enter into the place of uh, the Scriptures here. And Isaiah 45 referred to the place of darkness where we don't have light and we don't know what to do and we don't know where we're going and we don't know what the future holds. But if you'll trust in the Lord, my God has secret places today where He will open the door and He will show you things that will unlock your future and will give you hope. Amen. Listen, his kingdom is going to be built today. It's going to be built in 2021 with all the chaos and confusion and craziness in our world we're living in. The kingdom of God is going forth. It may not be in a certain religious name. It may not be today in a certain leader or person, but I'll thank God today that, that this truth uh, enters into places where even we may be small in number today, but oh, the power of God is no less here than it is in the greatest church in all of America. My God has fitly framed this thing in order that somehow in the midst of our life that we can finally walk by faith and not by sight. We can look at what is possible through the eyes of God. We can unlock the word and see that God's deal, uh, his, his purpose, and his desire has always been that through all the plight of mankind, God would open a door and bring the windows of heaven. I'm not promising you today that we'll all become millionaires because we live for Jesus. But I am promising you today that there is places that God is just awaiting you to be able to trust Him. To be able to being, have enough faith to bring your care and your need and your desperation to a place where God is able to reveal something to you. Can you imagine Jesus in John chapter 7, that great day, that day of the feast, the last day? Jesus says, stands up there and says, if any man thirst, let him come after me. He promises them. He said, I'm going to fill you with something that up until now you have never seen. You have never heard of. You don't know what's possible. All they knew of the goodness of God was all that God did for the nation. All they could do was go back and look at history and see how God worked through Abraham and through Moses and through Isaac and David and all the different patriarchs and men and women who God had blessed over the centuries. But now God said, I'm going to pour out my spirit upon all flesh your old men and your women and, and young men and, and maidens, they're, they're going to have things happen in their life that you never thought was possible. Oh, what I'm trying to preach to you today is that there is an opportunity that God is awaiting in their life and mine where he wants to build the kingdom of God on God's potential and not on yours. I don't know, it may take a few of us because we're hard-headed, talking about me now, uh, but we might have to come to the place where, where finally, somebody finally takes a two-by-four and, and soundly hits me between the eyes and says, Kevin, it's not going to be by your ability. It's not going to be by your personality. It's not going to be by your uh, things you've mounted together. It's going to be by the Lord working and moving today. I thank God to be here today, not the richest man, it doesn't matter, 
All I know is that God can do exceeding abundantly above all that we ask or even think. David said this in his prayer of repentance. He said, Behold, thou desirest truth in the inward parts, and in the hidden part, that thou shalt make me to know wisdom. There is this real place in God today. It's still real today. It wasn't just back in David's day. It is a place where God said, I, I, I've got to get you to the place where you're not receiving your direction by any of your five senses. I've got to bring you to a place where you are seeing it's going to be God and God alone that brings us about in your life. That you can trust him completely. That you, I know that you've always said you believe it, and I'm not questioning that today. But what I'm trying to tell somebody is there is a place that's awaiting you that when you finally come to that place and seek him for the hidden things, God will reward you openly. Hidden is not speaking of God's inability or God's being unable to find or this, but God concealing a matter. It is the glory of God to conceal a matter. It's the honor of kings to search it out. That's what the psalmist David told us. It is God's pleasure today, the place in your lives and mine, this place where we grow and we learn and we have God's finest life available to us as we slowly and securely trust him. Jesus used the analogies of hidden things in his, in his parables that he talked to the people he used the hidden to reveal the spiritual truths. He talked about the seed falling into the earth and dying, or else it would abide alone. He talked about the vine versus the branches in order for us to see the workings of his spirit. He spoke of places that were unseen, beyond the natural eye, in order that we would begin to trust God for the unseen world that we are a part of today. Who could fathom what is going on in this room right here? How many angels are here? How much is the Spirit of God working? What is God doing? I, you are working even when I don't feel you. You are working when I, even when I cannot see you. The place of the unseen. Places where man cannot become familiar. Places where you and I cannot know until we search it out and find it in God. The Lord focused his messages. If you're talking to the multitude, it was a vain, uh, not vain, it was, it was a parable with a big picture. But as he got with his disciples and those that he would develop and those he would prepare for the gospel, his message became much more poignant and powerful. In John 7, the Christian is compared to a tree that gets waters from the deep. The hidden springs 
under the desert sand where all I thought was heat and snakes and vipers and, and scorpions. But deep down, there is a stream of water that will cool and will water and will take care of you and sustain you. The world is a desert place that can never satisfy nor take care of a Christian life. But my friend, if you'll just realize today there's a God who's calling you to places of depth where you are seeking him and you are casting all of your care upon him and you are trusting him in new ways that you never thought was possible. It's really beyond just going to church. It's really just going beyond learning the, the stories in the Bible. It's this thing of faith that draws us to seek out the deep places, the hidden places. Too many Christians are concerned today about merely the leaves and the fruit. And really what we need to be focused on today is the root system. We've got to send those spiritual roots down today into the earth. It may be dark, it may be unknown, but there God has the hidden things prepared for you. When we develop the root system, you are sustaining and giving that tree its full life, its complete purpose. Amen. Where there is no development of roots, it is a horrible place. It may be just that the tree withers. It may be that it's uprooted by the winds or the, or the freeze or the conditions around it. My friend, God is calling the church today to a place where we can trust him more. I thank God for the hour that you and I are living. I don't like it. I don't like change. I, I, I have been uprooted by my faith and my confidence in the United States of America through some things that have gone on in our world. But let me tell you today, it's just put my focus and my purpose more and more meaningfully on what God is doing in my life. Amen. We have to have those things and those places today where we are giving God a chance to work in the hidden things of our life. A real prayer life, not just to say that I prayed today, but seeking him, asking him for direction, wanting from him something that is living and abiding in us. Oh, an answer in the midst of my trouble, but also direction on how to help others and touch lives, how to be that well-rounded Christian that will influence and change my world. God, let me seek you early that I might find you later. Study that word. Oh, I, I know that the word of God is some things I can explain and some things I can't explain. Some things I, I know by heart and some things I have never figured it out. But oh, I keep studying, I keep seeking, I keep direct, finding God's direction. Why? Because I know that within that framework of his word, there is such a life that is pulsing and alive. And all I need to do is be on the same page with the Lord. Oh, feed the hidden today in your life. For it's in the hidden things that we find God's promises. 
Yes, there are those who want God's blessings in our daily life. We want to see it in our new car. We want to see it in a good job. We want to see it in this relationship being repaired. And, and I, I understand. I, I want those things too in my life. Oh, the, re, the revelation and the relationship and the kingdom being wrought in your life comes from the deep places, the hidden things of God today. That's where the promises are. Behold, thou desirest truth in the inward parts, and in the hidden part thou shalt make me to know wisdom. Thou hast heard, see all this, and will not ye declare it? I have showed thee new things from this time, even hidden things. Thou didst not know them. Therefore judge nothing before the time until the Lord come, who both will bring to light the hidden things, the darkness, and will make manifest the counsels of the heart. And then shall every man have praise of God. It's the hidden places. We are receiving what we really need. He is the same yesterday and forever. And our lives are fulfilled with purpose in that place where we meet with him. Revelation says this. <coughs> he that hath an ear, let him hear what the Spirit saith unto the churches. To him that overcometh, I will give to eat of the hidden manna. I will give him a white stone, and in the stone a new name written, which no man knoweth, saving he that receiveth it. I'm telling you today that the hidden things were not just prior to the Lord pouring out the Holy Ghost. The hidden things was a church that God established that would be an everlasting church that would always have the same dynamics, the same uh, uh, cell structure, that would, this is where we would find, blessed is the man, walketh not ungodly, nor sitteth in the seat of scornful. We shall be planted by the river. It's going to go, and that root system is where we're going to find the answers that we need. I can't tell you all of life's questions to you today, but I can tell you that the answers are found in the hidden things of God. I can't tell you how it's going to happen and what's going to go on. I can't tell you I'm not a soothsayer. I'm not able to look into a glass ball today. But I can promise you this, that the well is deep. And the waters are flourishing. And that the rivers are cool and nice and full and invigorating. That there is there where the minerals are and the things that your root system needs so desperately to grow and to sustain itself. And you're not going to get it in the frills of this life. It's not going to be in our sports. It's not going to be in our toys. It's not going to be in our possessions. It's not going to be in our attainment of success. It's going to be when someone has a sense of maturity in their life. I don't need to go up. I need to go down. 
I need to dig when it seems like I need to grow up. What I need is to seek God, and there he will sustain me, and there he will grow me, and there will I bring forth a fruit in his season, and shall never fade, and the leaf will never fade it. Amen. Would you stand today? My friend, you cannot do this on your own. If you are merely adding church to who you are, you are missing my message today. What I'm trying to tell you today is you need to go back. You need to go to the rock foundation of a root system that goes deep. And there, God is calling you to seek him, to search for him. For in the day that you search for me with your whole heart, ye shall find me. The promises of God are consistent today. The word of God, oh, is there and it's firm. And everything you read comes back to the one that will seek him with all of their heart. What will you do with your coming days that you don't know what's about to come, what you're about to face? I can tell you today, go to the depths. Dig deep. Let your root system go as far as it possibly can. And I promise you that whatever you face, you will be able to stand. And having done all the stand, stand ye therefore. Amen. What does God want to do in your life today? You say, oh, I've, I've had all my good life go by. No, you haven't. No, today is a day. Today is the day that God is speaking to this church and asking us simply to consider what is possible in your life now, not just what you realize and remember from yesterday. Not what you merely hope for tomorrow, but what God wants to speak to you today. Praise God. Praise God. And so my scripture text today was... And I will give thee treasures of darkness and hidden riches of secret places that thou mayest know that I, the Lord, which called thee by thy name, am the God of Israel. Oh, yes, he's here today for his kingdom to grow and increase. But how does his kingdom increase? It has to increase through people. It has to grow. It's not how many church facilities the United Pentecostal Church has today. It's all about the numbers of people that we're influencing. It's all about the word that's being planted in hearts. It's all about the lives that have been given hope that God will help them. Amen. Oh, church, you're smack dab in the middle of God's blessings right now, and you may not even know it. You're right where God can work in your life, and you may not even be aware of it yet. But, oh, understand today that if you will seek him today, I promise you that some things are about to happen. There's a new day coming. There's a new opening that God's going to do something in your life, and it will be good, and it will be healthy, and it will bring about praise unto God. 
Amen. I wonder if you come out of your pew today and just come down and let's worship God for just a few minutes today. I think we have so much to give God thanks for. We need to seek Him. Lift up your hands and your hearts to God and begin to reach out to Him and see what God will do in your life today. You will never bypass the root system. You will never get around that you need to take time and dig this thing out. You need to take time in your life and seek God. You can't get around it today. It doesn't matter who you know. It doesn't matter what you've seen. It doesn't matter how long you've been in Pentecost. It doesn't matter. All that matters today is that you have this desire in your spirit. I am going to dig deep. I'm going to go farther in God this year. I'm going to dig a foundation in God. Amen. And the Lord is going to give me light. And the Lord is going to bless me. And the Lord is going to direct my steps today. Amen. You can trust Him today.
Folks, if you're like I am, I'm a, just a goofy man. But I can't help but believe that God is doing something here today in the midst of this precious church. Amen. I'm not, I'm not asking you to do something bizarre or weird. I just want you to realize you're in the presence of a holy God right now. And I feel like anything is possible. I just feel like that the sky is the limit here right now. Lord Jesus. I ask a selfish question today? Would you ladies be willing to come and pray with Elaine? It's catching her off guard. She won't like it. But, but you know what? I want this year, I'm marking it from this day, I want this to be a year where God does great things spiritually. Amen. You all are, are so, you are the medicine to our soul. 
and you love God and you want, you want a church. But I just want us to pray today that God would bless her and lead towards you.